0: Everybody, hope you're having a great week. Uh Rico here as always. Thanks for joining us. I was able to pull away Marcus for just a little while this weekend, despite his very, very, very busy schedule. So here we go. Marcus, what's up? How's it going? Um Rico's referring to the
1: release. Finally, finally, the release of cheers of the Kingdom. I did pick it up Thursday night. I did and I did call in Friday from work. And I played most of the day. Um
0: before b- even before that, tell us tell us uh what's your experience picking up the game because you and I were texting back and forth and even that seemed like it was quite like the experience.
1: <laughs> yeah, and again, midnight releases for those of you who are not familiar with those are just you're able to pick up the game from a dedicated shop. In this case, I did go to GameStop and they did have a midnight release the game here released at 11 o'clock central time uh central time 11 o'clock because uh the way it works is you know it's midnight elsewhere so because it's midnight elsewhere and they get the game they want to be able to release the game everywhere else right so way was totally different from the way midnight releases used to be it's been a while since i've been to one i think the last one i've been to was actually for pokemon scarlet and violet and uh, strangely enough, before that, though, I hadn't been to one since high school and Pokemon Scarlet of Island, I still remember that one where it was just a line. You know, I was number 60 in line, paid, pick up my thing. Awesome. I was in and out in 10, 15 minutes. Cause I already had my little ticket. You get your ticket, you get your place in line. Now for this one, this one's a little bit more intense and I'm thinking, yeah, it's more of the same thing. I got my ticket, go home, come back at 11 and uh, I'll get, I'll get a line and get my thing. Right. Yeah. Right. I get to GameStop around 6.45, thinking, oh, i just get in line 15 minutes, you know, no, no big deal. There's people setting up, there's vendors, and then I saw a sign that said, join us for live music, vendors, all kinds of stuff for a Zelda midnight premiere celebration, something like that. I'm like, oh, okay, there's already a line just to get the ticket. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, so I started talking to the guy, hey, uh, what's uh, we what are the lines for? And the guy that mentioned, oh, that's the beginning of the line. Those people got here super early because they wanted to get their hands on the collection edition. Uh, The line starts right here. So I said, okay, cool. I'm number, I think by then I'm number 59, 58. It took longer for me to get my ticket than it was for me to get the actual game. So they're letting people in and I'm sorry, to top it off. Let me me, me backtrack a little bit. There is one line here. Well, do and behold, there's a whole set of different customers from a separate GameStop from our local mall here in the Valley. Those customers are there too. And I, that's when I realized like, this is a lot of people. This is a lot of people. So anyways, <laughs> I get, I get my ticket. I go home. I, it, it took, it takes me close to an hour to get my ticket. I ended up at number 59. Like it t- took me an hour to get in and out. And I said, dang, I walked around a little bit. Enjoyed. It. There was all kinds of people, all kinds. I, I looked at Rick, I was texting Rico and I said, you know, one of the things about our fandom, and I know. You know, all fandoms just come in all shapes and sizes, but in this case, I had never really actually seen what the fandom actually looked like just from the experiences that you kind of get online. And I don't know what these people look like, but I saw people of all ages. (laughs) These people. Your your people. My people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, I, I see people of all shapes and sizes, ages um just all kinds of people and I said Rico you know I've never really kind of paid attention and I'm here in, in a, again in a, in a tank top cut off like I usually am in shorts basketball shoes or whatever I see a upwards to like a 60-year-old couple the wife's playing her switch there in line the husband's there watching them and, you know just an older old older gentleman and then right behind me is a father and his son the son's super excited the father has his elder shirt on so obviously there's something going on there a group of friends on the other side just laughing and laughing away it was a group of like five or six people yeah obviously they were in the, the the college that we have here utrgv and then there's just all kinds of people and i was like whoa i was like ah. I just, I, I had a hard time wrapping my head around it because again, I had not, I had never, the last, you know, minute release was nothing like this. So anyways, I come home and then I say, all right, it's all right, 10.45. And I go back. I, I come, I come back to GameStop where the line has tripled. There are hundreds of people in the small parking lot. They're saying, okay, people from the mall get on this side, Edinburgh store get on this side. You know, there's... I was like, oh, I'm looking for for fifty, whatever. I, I get online and look back. There's a hell of a lot more people that I had just missed the music, and we're getting ready to pick up our stuff. And I'm like, wow! And people were were shouting and people were chanting. And I said, what the hell? And I was smiling the whole time, like, wow, this is intense. You know what I mean? And and it's it was fun just to kind of see the, you know, the impact that zelda had on a lot of people. It just People were talking about it in some semblance, some way, and I was, and I, even myself. I've always said that Zelda was my first video game growing up. A Link to the Past was the first one I ever passed, the first one I ever played, it, and it holds those things right. I always credit Zelda's puzzles and and Zelda's story just for getting me into you know critical thinking skills and stuff like that. You know, I've I've always talked about it. So just just different people just coming together and waiting for this midnight release. It was intense um got my game came home i unboxed i was able to get a collection edition unboxed it started playing and yeah i think i might have gone into like hour and a half two hours before i was fighting sleep so bad but i couldn't i couldn't take it i went to sleep woke up the next day um which was friday the day i called in and i played for about four hours um eight played for another hour or two and then i I got on, played Overwatch with Rico. I think it, it was enough time, right, for the most part. And then again today, I played mostly again, put another few hours this morning, and uh, this afternoon, and took another break because I was preparing for Mother's Day tomorrow. So just a heads up for all the mothers out there. Happy Mother's Day. Um, I hope your sib- oh, I'm sorry, siblings, your children um, appreciate you, your spouse appreciates you, and you know, you, you well deserve for everything that we do all year. So, so I started prepping for Mother's Day, and yeah, now Rico texts me we're here. So, took the time out of my busy, very busy schedule just to kind of give you a little heads up of what the midnight premiere was like. Super fun, super exciting.
0: Yeah, and that's just that's just the premiere. We haven't even gotten into the, the the game. Uh today I did go I did have a few errands to run and I did uh have to pick up something at Walmart. And whenever I'm at Walmart, if I'm if I'm walking around, I always find my way making uh find myself making my way over to the game section uh, just to see what they have. I'm always on the lookout to see if they have Switches, if they have uh, Xboxes, uh, what the games are like. And, you know, with um, Tears of the Kingdom in mind, I was like, let's see if they have copies of the game. And sure enough, they had, I think, three. So I was like, oh, wow. So, I mean, I could pick this up right now, go home and get lost completely. Uh, But I was like, I don't know. I think I'm going to wait... Wait a little while, see what Marcus has to say first, which, I mean, let's be real. I already knew what you were going to say. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, what can you tell us about the your experience with, like, the beginning of the game?
1: So, spoiler free, not going to, any spoilers whatsoever, I'm mm-hmm. only going to talk about just the... Tutorial portion, quote-unquote. If you're familiar with Breath of the Wild, the Breath of the Wild also had that tutorial portion in the beginning where you did the first four shrines on the Great Plateau, and it just kind of you introduces you to the mechanics, what the game has to offer, and so forth. The beginning of this part does the exact same thing. If you saw the videos of the that Nintendo, uh, the, the what do you call them? Trailers that Nintendo was putting out, they were showing you some of the mechanics, the arm, what the arm does, ascend and uh, the ultra hand and kind of things like that. So again, same concept you're introduced to now the new, again, this is the, not the great plateau, but what's called the great sky islands. And same concept Four four shrines, you're going to try to figure out, you know, how to get out of there how to get off off the the great the great skylands and it's going to introduce you to the mechanics of the game so i i was exploring i've done a lot more exploring than i have initially now just general impressions right from the get-go if you loved breath of wild you're going to love tears of the kingdom if you did not love breath of wild i still think you might enjoy tears of the kingdom reason being is because it seems like the mechanics help out to where weapon durability i know that was one of the main complaints from the other ones uh weapon durability are are always being picked up and now with the whole fuse mechanic it makes it just a little bit more enjoyable to where now you just have souped up weapons more so at your disposal so i thought that was kind of a cool concept i was actually when it was first introduced and i might have not mentioned it here but i was a little iffy kind of tripped out with the whole fuse mechanic right I, i even linked it to um to um minecraft but I've been having a blast with it, whether it's in regards to the puzzles that are in your game, whether it's regards to the traveling, whether it's in regards to uh, being able to go from point A to point B. I've just enjoyed it. I've just, you know, it, it's a lot of fun, especially figuring out these puzzles and what you can do with the fusibility. And again, that goes for weapons, that goes for arrows, and that just goes for, you know, things that you're able to create and do. And Austin and Rico, one of the concepts... Um, with the fuse kind of exactly what it's supposed to be meant to because again for Breath of the Wild it's just a matter of and and they said being able to do what you want how you want well, there was this place that I couldn't really get to because it was covered by ice. And I said, no, like, I was like, man, there might be a way sooner, but I, like, I don't want there. To, I don't want to do it later on in the game. I want to do it right now. <laughs> I I, so, I, I, yeah, I, I yeah. <laughs> and, and for those of you who, again, Enrico knows what I'm talking about, right? Like we want to 100%, we are going to 100% this game and we're going to complete it. We're going to explore every nook and cranny, cranny. Well, that's very, very difficult to do in a game like this. So, and I've always said, you know, in games like that, like this it's easier to explore when you've gotten the when you've gotten more power-ups when you've gotten more upgrades it's it, it makes exploring vast worlds like this a lot easier well i was i want to know what the hell was on top of that plateau there on this little thing so i chopped down a lot of trees and i fused them all there must have been about eight trees or so eight to ten i fused them all in a giant line and i made a makeshift slant almost like a slant tree trunks there and I climbed the tree trunks and I got onto to the thing that wouldn't have been possible in Breath of Wild because again, you weren't able to use this magic glue, right, to link all these things. And I thought, hey, I said, hell yeah, I felt, I felt awesome that I was able to do something like this. And then another part where there was a bunch of boards and I just started collecting all these boards and I made this giant long bridge and I was carrying this bridge around me and I was just messing around. I've enjoyed it, um, just creating these things. I know Rico had mentioned like, hell yeah, like, you know, you want to enjoy the game at your own pace, and you want to explore. In my case, I love exploring. I'm already over here looking for these damn seeds. and there again, I think they said there was 900 of them. So I, I know because of Breath of Wild to really, really search everything. So I always want to make sure I, I at least get through the most of what the area has to offer before I move on. The area is a lot of fun. There, I, I know one of the complaints in Breath of Wild, at least so far, again from the tutorial, in Breath of Wild, where well, they looked a little empty. In this case, because we're in the sky right now, these sky, sky islands, there always seems to be some way or something to kind of just get you motivated to want to get somewhere, right? They, it looks nice. It's no longer just empty space on a field. No, now you if you want to get there space, you got to climb. you got to ride this thing over here. you got to make it to get over here. So it doesn't seem like the space is really wasted right now anyways. So that was also kind of a cool thing to see. Um, as far as story is concerned, I have not seen much of the story except for the beginning of the tu- of the tutorial or the beginning of the game. It as soon as you start the game, it takes you boom right into the story, right into the beginning, and it starts. There's a lot of references. Again, spoiler free. I'm not going to say which references, but I I already gone tw- chills twice. I'm I'm already super excited to see what the story has to offer. I've already linked it to a couple of games. I already have my theories, and I, I'm already I'm already going. So. That was also cool to see. And I know, again, one of the you know, main complaints, some of the stuff does look recycled, but again, they did it from Majora's Mask and with Ocarina of Time, can you remember Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask came out within a year of each other because Nintendo wanted to capitalize on the success of Ocarina of Time, so which is Majora's Mask. So they, have, they were forced to reuse a lot of these things. In this case, six years down the line, some of these things look reused, but again, we're going up in the sky and we have our mainland things are going to look different i'm sure they've added a lot more things that i have not gotten into but to say the least again it's a zelda game it's exploration um the monsters the fighting mechanics the new mechanics it's been awesome and again this is probably maybe only six seven hours worth i'm sure i will be getting back to you a little bit more later once you know month down the line two months down the line maybe even a spoiler filled one um with rico's blessing of course just to kind of give you my overall impressions but right now again it's a zelda game i've always people say what would you rate it i've rated every single zelda game you know nine or better at least and this one because breath of the wild i really really enjoyed i i thought breath of the wild was a 10 is definitely up there for me as far as some of the better zelda games um it's obviously used to i do have my pinnacle right i've always said um um link to the past ocarina of time and wind waker are probably up there for me and breath of the wild maybe up maybe there with a the tier of twilight princess because i do like the story a lot for twilight princess breath of the wild was there in that nine, nine uh, 9.5 or higher range so in my case, when it comes to ratings, it's like Tears of the Kingdom, I'm sure it does what Breath of the Wild did and probably better, right? Because when you don't regress when you release a sequel. Usually you don't. Nintendo has hell does not definitely w- won't do that. So reviewers and people were giving Breath of the Wild a 10. It seems like Tears of the Kingdom, you know, you think would expand on that. So overall, the game should be better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, I get you. Uh, but in, crazy, weirdly enough, some review, review, reviewers were knock scores because of some of the same things that the game has to offer, which is always blown my mind. Like, hey, this is a game that everybody gave a 10. Clearly, it should be doing or it should play a lot better than the first one. And people would say, oh, you know, graphically and all these things. But again, this is a game we get usually one main Zelda game a a lifetime for a console and we got two in the beginning and there towards the end keep in mind we're dealing with the same system that we did six years ago so i think a lot of the expectations as far as performance and stuff like that were kind of a little through the roof for for a lot of people from a lot of things i've been seeing which again i'm not sure where those expectations came from because it's the same console You, you nintendo will usually push again like that to its limits and find ways to increase what the game has to offer without making it look bland and i think in this case one of the things i noticed was the shrines from the gecko the shrines in part one and breath of wild i'm sorry were a little bit more extravagant even in design these it's just kind of like a stone and has like a has like a ribbon or some sort around it and it opens up with like a portal or in the other one it was this thing that came out of the ground it it, it was big and and in what's called a rectangular in structure it was an elevator that bridge it. It was real extra so you had 120 of those shrines i'm not sure how many shrines we have here but obviously something like that where they changed it to offer more of something elsewhere you know what i mean so yeah. that was that was another thing you know that we kind of had there but again those those are my first general impressions um, I'm going to keep playing it. I'm going to, you know, obviously beat it, um, wait for the DLC Master, because we, we should be getting a Master Quest. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with Master Quest, it's just basically a super hard mode of the uh, of the game. So with Breath of the Wild, I did go through it twice. Second time, I did do the Master Quest, and I loved it. I loved the difficulty, and I really took my time the second time, put in roughly about 400 more actually, more than 400 hours in Breath of the Wild. So, I'm gonna play it now, enjoy it, you know, and then later on, I'll try to 100% the game. Or, I usually try to 100%, 100% the first time, so maybe I might look there once I finish the game, go for a guide and kind of see because 900 is very 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 difficult to do with that one because <laughs> yeah. you're going to be going crazy because you don't know how many are in each system and stuff like that so yeah that that's those that's those are my impressions that's what I, that's what I plan on doing that's what I'm gonna do so yeah thanks for asking
0: yeah, yeah <laughs> and as uh, as Marcus said as he pro- as he progresses I'm sure we'll we'll kind of get a little bit more idea of like okay what do you think now what do you think now what do you think now because Honestly, like, it's it's very hard to kind of just give a game a score when it's been out two days, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it This is not the kind of game where you just go in there. Well, I guess for some people, maybe, but that you just go in there, pass it, and game over, you know, especially with the, with the type of game it is and with the type of gamer you are uh, liking to kind of do a little bit of everything, experience everything, not really take any shortcuts, not miss anything. Uh, you know, there's a lot of time to be invested here, so... Like Marcus said, we'll go through it little by little. As he progresses, uh, we'll get his thoughts a little bit more on it. And eventually, yeah, we will probably do something with some spoilers. But, of course, we'll give you a heads up uh, so that if you don't want to hear that, you don't have to. And you can play it at your own own pace as well. Um, But I did see also that the Tears of the Kingdom um, user icons, the profile icons for NSO members are out. So, I don't know if you've gotten those already, or if you're a big fan of uh, Zelda, the way Marcus is. Or you just, uh, you know, can check these out and see if there's a character you like, or maybe uh, a profile icon on. that you want to get, you know, get them. You know, it, it, it. almost everybody that has a Switch should probably have some of those, like, coins or whatever it is that you use laying around from purchases or little things here and there. So, it really doesn't cost you much. You're just going to use... Uh, you know, some of the little things you've accumulated over making purchases on the switch. So yeah, it's
1: like 10, it's like five or 10 for each one. I, I got a all. Obviously I was going to get them all. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> no surprise. There's, there's going to be
1: a second wave, by the way, I think, was it next week or in two weeks or so, there's going to be a second wave of these icons. So strap in. And I'm sure there's gonna be a second wave because the second wave features characters, um, from part from breath of the wild and side on. And, um, uh, what's his what's her name oh, I totally forgot from from Grudo valley um the new the new chieftain totally forgot or Brosa's, uh descendant so yeah do you know definitely like that will be coming for wave two of those icons but yeah didn't have with my thousand plus of silver coins <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice <laughs> uh anything else out there about birth of the wild you want to touch on or not birth of the wild tears of the kingdom now it's gonna get it's gonna take me a while to get used to saying no, uh, I, Pina,
1: Pina. I again as right now it was, it was a very superficial thing, uh, nothing too crazy. Um, I did see some, uh, I did see IGN and it's Zelda related, right? But say, uh, people were voting on the best Zelda game, um, of all time and. It blew my mind because, again, I've always considered and I'm sure a lot of Zelda fans do consider Ocarina of Time and Link to the Past to be one and two. They're always one and two up in the air. I don't give a damn how you slice it. Those two always seem to be the top two. Well, in this one, it was Ocarina of Time and then it was Wind Waker, which I wasn't mad at, but then there was another one. Twilight Princess, I think, was up there. Link to the Past, I think, was four four or five and I was like, whoa, okay, calm asana, hold the hell up. (laughs) (laughs) Again, Link to the Past is amazing and I know people are always you know uh do have and i had an argument with a co-worker man okay, ocarina of time and you know that's the pinnacle and stuff is that yes and i get it you know everything from story to gameplay mechanics but a game like ocarina of time remake you know in today's standards it was revolutionary which is why it's always number one um but as far as like you know there's a couple of things in that game that could have been better for me personally dungeon design peak especially with the items You know, people even called, I think he says Twilight Prince is my favorite one. And I looked at him and says, how can you talk a bunch of smack when Twilight Princess with probably the worst dungeon design and (laughs) items and items, because you know, those are one and done, you you get the item one and done, and you never use them again. I was like, how can you call something like that? Your favorite when you're over here giving me shit about, you know, bashing on uh, a link to the past, because he was, he was getting on me and I was like, you're crazy. Um, But yeah, anyways. Before I get, I'm gonna get off that soapbox. No, but that's about it. That's about it for Zelda, man.
0: Okay. So once again, uh, look out for those uh, user icons on Nintendo Switch Online. And like Marcus said, there is going to be another wave. Uh, I think usually they do like wave one, and they go like a week or two, wave two, and then they bring back wave one again, and then wave two, and then yeah, that's you kind of missed it. But uh, I'll uh, I'll be looking out for that too, and I'll note also on our. On our news here, when uh, the other icons become available, but uh, for this week at least, uh, look out for those. Uh, other stuff in gaming, yes, yeah, some other stuff did happen this week, Marcus. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I
1: posted some of these. I was actually, I actually wanted true. to get your thoughts about a couple of these things. So, <laughs> yeah,
0: true. But I, but I know, I know here here lately. I mean, that that's the big one, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, I'll, I'll get into some of these other quick things before we get into the ones where I think we'll speculate and say another. Little couple things. We did get a mid-season patch for Overwatch 2, dropping uh, also a new uh, PvE VP game mode called Starwatch. Uh, Not a lot of the PvE stuff, but uh, it is a fun little mode. Uh, You do get a lot of progress on your uh, Battle Pass if you're a Battle Pass grinder. Um, So check that out. Uh, At least try and get in the games that you need to to get all the uh, experience you need. If you are a battle pass uh, grinder like Marcus and myself. Um, Just fun little game uh, in in terms of like the patch notes. uh, Nothing too crazy. There was a glitch with Sigma that allowed him to just fly the whole match. But that kind of got taken care of. There was also a glitch with Doomfist and being able to block uh, certain things. Uh, But honestly, the big thing was Junker Queen just got like giga buffed uh and is a menace running around ranked right now oh, yeah. and, and and quick play too I've, I've played a little bit of quick play and you just see her like in almost every game or every other game now so oh, uh, I, I, I mean
1: played, i played a little bit of jerk i played a little bit of jerk queen earlier again and uh, i've always thought she was a lot of fun to play i i you know from the get-go but uh i'm i'm a creature habit I always just go to what i feel comfortable with you know when I'll, I'll practice on my own time or whatever and I was playing, uh, what is it? Assault Maps, I think. Those are the arcade mode. I, I was picking Junk Queen, try her out. Dude, oh man, she was ridiculous. Ridiculous. And I was like, wow. I said, <laughs> I wasn't dying, first of all. And I had a healer on me personally, and I was just taking out Reinhardt and um, Ramatra, strangely enough. Again, well, it helped that the Reinhardt that was playing against me was um, not very good. <laughs> he kept charging onto the point and we just turn around and take him out and go back or whatever but she's a lot of fun to play man and and cycling the way you t- you talked about hell yeah dude
0: yeah so i mean a lot of has always been a lot of fun to play i honestly enjoyed her even though she was probably like bottom of the tier of tanks i always enjoyed her play style as well and now that she's giga buff like now you just see it everywhere it's uh it's crazy she's a lot of fun and uh if you're an Overwatch player, like log in, try her out, get a you know, give it a go before this. It, it's gonna get tuned down for sure because she's just so so good right now. Um, so try to try to get uh, your little Junker Queen experience in while you can. Uh, two two other things that I have here that are still rumors, I think at this point, nothing nothing uh, set in stone yet. Uh. Rumors going around are that we're getting a new Mortal Kombat. And that it's going to be a full reboot. Mortal Kombat 1. They're going to start from the beginning again. Um, it's supposed to... The, the rumor says that we're going to be getting a reveal in the next few weeks. So, um, And that means in the next few weeks we'll know if this is really a rumor or not. Um, the, another thing I've been seeing posted around is the next Resident Evil game. Resident Evil 9. It seems that they're going to go well if the rumor is true they're going to go with Resident Evil Apocalypse and they are going to do the same thing they did in Village with the eight with the with the eight like in the in the village name mm. with apocalypse but with the ly in apocalypse instead it's going to be like they're going to make a play like on LX like as in 9 yeah. so Resident Evil 9 Apocalypse and it's rumored that it's going to be a Chris Redfield game. So no more of those B-tier characters. We're going to go back to the Big Boppy, Chris Redfield, <laughs> and the real hero of the B-tier. whole series.
1: Leon, uh, uh, Leon and uh, Ethan. Uh, yeah. That, that, that arc's over. We know. We know.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. It looks like, I mean, it looks like that's what, uh, what I've been seeing online. Uh, again, both of these, Mortal Kombat and Resident Evil, uh, both just rumors at this point. So we'll be uh, keeping a lookout for that. In terms of what's not a rumor, uh, Silk Song, I know this is one that you've been looking forward to. Gets a date, right? Well, or, or was it a date, or was it like a a window, right? It was a window because it was. They said it was gonna
1: uh, supposed to launch the first half of twenty twenty three, but developments they continuing, so they're pushing it towards the latter half of twenty twenty three. Which again, okay, it was okay by me because we have Hornet. It was gonna be a boss, and um, it was just something of an update because I know people salivate. Anytime there's like an Indie Direct or Indie something or any, any sort of presentation, uh, people, Hollow night, Hollow night, Hollow night. So I thought it was a cool little thing just to kind of give people an update that, hey, you know, it's not coming the first half of 2023, but hopefully the second half.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, also something that is not going to be coming uh, this year, but next year is going to be um, the Nintendo Switch successor mm-hmm. still no name no nothing but how did we come how did we come about this i think there was some uh i know we've been speculating this for a while like i, th- I think this is probably a long the, while. like the third or fourth time that we get I-, I think there's three or four times that we've talked like when are we getting the new switch and you switch and you switch and, and, and early
1: people were speculating for like 2023 or the like holiday. And I said, no, my, my prediction has always been fall of 2024, at least the fall, you know, October, November, if you want to hit the holiday season for December and then by all means, but that's always been my window. So they came out and said, what, uh, April 2024 at the earliest. And I said, that makes sense just because, you know, the switch released in March or was it March, April of, of 2016 around, around that, around that time. So. It was always that small window, but even at the earliest, again, when it comes to something like this, I still I'm still holding my guns October, November, December, November, more likely than anything else because hey, who's not going to want to go fetch a switch for Christmas? You know what I mean? Nintendo's going to capitalize on that, and they're going to sell a shitload of switches. that's just that's been my prediction from the get-go. so um if it's any earlier than that, you know, you know nothing nothing too crazy for me.
0: Yeah, and it looks like this is this is coming straight from the Nintendo president. So, yeah. I mean, that's that you can't really get get it more set in stone than that. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, so uh, those people that have been saving up that money for the Switch, you know, either you know keep that uh, keep that little money in your pocket, or you know, we have we have it a good little while, so you can uh, look elsewhere for some other stuff. If uh, you know you were saving uh, particularly for that. Uh, something else we got this week that was pretty interesting was uh, something called Project Bloom, and Marcus actually posted this. Um,
1: hey. I,
0: I, I think I think I had seen it also on, on Twitter, but I, I don't think I posted it. But I had seen, and the reason it's such a an interesting thing, I think uh, Marcus throws it to me, uh, and honestly for both of us, is that is it is a uh, a Game Freak project uh, with a code name project bloom. And this is going to be in collaboration with private division who worked on two big games of note, which are outer worlds and Hades. So, you know, a new game free game, obviously like I'm a game, you know, I play a huge game freak, uh, uh, game line or whatever you would call it game, uh, in Pokemon. So, uh, i don't know it's described as a sweeping new action adventure game i
1: don't know man there there is that still that picture that that they released with it
0: Mm -hmm. it looks
1: very very nice (laughs) it looks something uh near automata's art style that particular i don't want to call it cg right but it's that art style it has a giant tree in the back what i guess what looks like um, um i know some people like to reference the ocarina of time with the deku tree and that environment what's well, in that environment with like this yellow haze kind of going on and it looks intense what well, looks like what it kind of like a ronin or a samurai of some sort during the middle it looks yeah. very very awesome <laughs> so i was like damn by game freak i immediately thought of rico and i said man what are your thoughts what is this have you heard anything i know rico will go fishing and go looking more so than i so i was kind of curious as to what he would found
0: yeah, and again, this is just an announcement, so there really wasn't much. Again, I'm, I'm excited, and it's weird that, oh, uh, excuse me, it's weird the timing of all this because last week, I think I was telling Marcus, dude, guess what game, like, I've been back on, Hades, and Private Division, now working with Game Freak, which makes, like, my number one all-time game, is now working on a game... You know, with the makers of Hades, so like I don't know, it, it, it's it's crazy. I uh, I'm excited, and like Marcus said, all we have right now is the still, the announcement. The still looks very of tsushima ish Yeah, very promising. You know, he the guy's like in a forest, in little in a little uh, like creek, I guess it would be, or maybe like a little riverway or something. Just standing there. It's just a very nice art style, like Marcus said and um i don't know i mean game freak project bloom private division like keep it on your radar let's see what it is yeah i'm sure
1: um when nintendo does their i well if they do one for the summer right a nintendo direct maybe we might get a little bit more just a little bit more information at least a teaser of maybe what this is and i'm saying nintendo obviously because of game freak uh we're not really sure again if we're going to get one for the summer, but that's just again if we do get that summer presentation from Nintendo. And if not, don't worry, we, st- we should still have that September one there in the bag, you know. So we should be getting more information of this probably pretty soon. So strap in.
0: Yeah, I think that's it for gaming, but uh, I mean, some good stuff there, you know. Uh, check out Tears of the Kingdom out now. Um, and we'll see in the next couple of weeks what comes out uh, in terms of uh, Resident Evil, Mortal Kombat. You know, hop on Overwatch if you're a Junker Queen fan. Now is the time to play her as much as you can. Uh, jumping over to anime stuff. Um, I did catch wind of this Haikyuu. Uh, We're getting a... They announced like a Haikyuu final a film kickoff event which was going to be held in summer. You know, I'm a huge Q fan. I know Marcus is too. Uh, I've been holding off of reading the manga. Like i I try, I have these moments of weakness where I'm like, Oh, I just want, I'm just going to read it and get it over with. And I'm like, no, no, don't do it. Like, wait, just wait. But man, it gets harder and harder as time goes on. And then with them, them announcing a movie instead of seasons, like, Oh, like I, I it, it, it uh, brings me that much closer to wanting to just read it. But, uh, in August we'll be getting something. -hmm. Uh, Pros
1: and cons. (laughs) Pros and cons. Again, you expect a big budget. I know when it first announced, I I was kind of like, "Whoa!" Like you know, I was expecting a season anime movie, but we're just going to get two movies to kind of cap it off. Which, from again, story wise, I personally don't think it's going to cover. It's going to cover the big, big ones, but just not the you know the sweet little stuff that we're used to getting in an anime season. But it is a film, so if the animation was already gorgeous and intense on an anime season. It's going to be gorgeous and intense for a movie. So I guess pros and cons, right? And again, if you need more of that story, you can always go and read the manga, which something tells me Rico might just read the manga after the series is done.
0: For sure. For sure. Yeah.
1: So um, you're going to enjoy it. So either way, I'm prepared.
0: Yeah. And then I also, uh, I've been watching, I've been following up with Oshinoko, which it's been, it's still just phenomenal. Uh, I did come across this graphic that I'm sending you in the discord right here that there is also another what they call kind of like the sleeper or another top-tier anime out there called skip and loafer and yeah. I've been I've been hearing a lot about it on Twitter and stuff like that because I follow anime pages and stuff like that but you know everyone everyone for the most part has been talking more about oshinoko and I I this this has come across my twitter a couple times skip and loafer but i don't know too much about it i read in this little graphic i know i sent it to you but it's kind of a little small so i don't know if you can open it in the browser if you hit open in browser it might get a little bit bigger and it kind of is talking about all the things that are released here in the spring and those are like the two at the top uh do you know anything about that i I read just what i did in that little synopsis i haven't watched it yet but uh, do you know anything about skip and loafer
1: yeah, I'd actually um, I've mentioned Skip and Over before that it's gonna actually be one of the more um, what I guess romantic comedy ones that's kind of kind of gonna be kind of going to be up there. Um, th- the fact that it's actually up there, up there, you know, I wasn't really sure how high I was gonna get. The reason it's good is because of the story and stuff like that. But just to kind of give you some insight, the manga i think what was it it won an award for best manga of the year or something like that i totally forgot but it's it's gonna it's, it's supposed to be very very good and i think i had mentioned that was actually the last anime that kind of came out a little late here towards the season so the fact that it's obviously doing well and again it helps that the manga is just, just winning these awards and stuff like that it's also very very helpful so it is supposed to be the romantic comedy for this year um again up there with um uh, Kaguya and up there with I know um what is it Hori was also a big time one when it came out but that one was relatively short but it's 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 supposed to be an amazing uh romance so either way again a good story great story get on it you obviously won't regret it
0: okay okay and of, of course there are some other things on here that are uh you know it, it has some funny descriptions about like what some of these other big shows are right now and. Uh, I think I've I've heard of Oshinoko, I've heard now of Skip and Loafer, I had heard of Hell's Paradise, I don't know. I, I feel like I've heard you say Heavenly Delusion, or I've heard someone... I, I've heard some of Heavenly Delusion somewhere, but I don't really know too much about it. Uh, some of these other ones I haven't really seen, except for The Legendary Hero is Dead, which, it's funny that it puts it in this category called, it's weird calling a Konosuba anime not an isekai. But he, but here we are anyway, and uh, that that anime ended up being not what I expected. So this is perfect that it's in that category. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, some of these other ones, I'm not too familiar with any of these other ones. Uh, oh, uh, Ranking of Kings, uh, Pokemon Horizons 2. I'm waiting for that one to come across or see where I can watch it. I watched a little bit of Mash Show. I heard that last episode was actually pretty good, so I need to I need to catch up with that one. Uh, uh if any of these uh are you watching any of these besides oshinoko i know you're you're with oshinoko i know you're also on the the bleach i mean the bleach the one piece and uh plus now you have zelda so yeah very very busy man
1: i think oshinoko is the one i was kind of um, i'm actually keeping up with usually in past i've waited for something to finish or at least get halfway through and i'll binge watch it more so than anything and again i i didn't miss anything really from the winter season May, and i was just worried about the spring season and summer season but even then um it kind of helps me cuz i'll just be more selective once i've caught up um on one piece and i'm on episode what close to 400 mm-hmm. i think is where i'm at already I uh, just got done with Thriller bark and i'm loving i'm loving one piece man so to me, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm missing out. Like, I'm not in a rush to kind of get through everything just because I'm really, really enjoying One Piece, man. <laughs> That's
0: good. That's good. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm sure Andrew loves that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else with anime of note from the week you want to throw out there? Or, uh, there was one thing, and I think this one was just actually released.
1: The information was released today which is the Roni Kenshin. Uh, again, I, I love the OG Roni Kenshin, despite you know the author and the things he got into and whatever. But he is he is around still and uh, creating some stuff. But nonetheless, uh, we did get a release date for the, uh, Roni Kenshin. July 6th for the summer season. And by Liden Films, the animation studio. So just a heads up, if you're a Roni Kenshin fan, for those of you in the 90s, I'm sure you are. Um, yeah, it's going to be good. But uh, Tohsada Manslayer, man, I've always I've always liked the story, and I've always liked uh, Roni Kenshin because he's been he's awesome. And when it comes to samurai and the uh, Manjai period, man, spot on. So excited about that!
0: Awesome, awesome. Uh, before we jump into the last section, well, I guess I'll put it in the last section because technically it is TV and movies. Um, we did, we are shaping up with the final four, uh, not not complete already, but we are shaping up with the NBA uh, playoffs, kind of wrapping up. I know the I know your Lakers did advance Marcus?
1: Yeah man, exciting. I, I I was watching every single one of those games man and it just the playoffs in general. I must have watched at least 90% of the playoffs man and I've been I I've been enjoying everything that I've seen. Some great games, some awesome narratives and the Lakers right now man just it was huge. Last night's game was huge and yeah man, congrats and I I've, I I've since the beginning of the season, I've, I've always been an Austin Reeves fanboy, and Austin Reeves just, you know, just watching him get better and better and better, and I always thought he's going to be as good, I and mean, he's good, and he just blew up, so every time Austin, I want Austin Reeves to be to do, to do be awesome and do very well, so, and which he has, so very excited about that, everybody else is coming together, so it's been a lot of fun to watch. The Lakers seem like they gel very, very nicely compared to the first half of the season, man.
0: Yeah, so I mean, we have the Western Conference final set, right? We have the Lakers going up against the Nuggets. Oh man, which yeah, I Joker. mean, Woof. which is which is going to be a tough task. I mean, uh, it seems like your team's coming to, coming together at the right time, just gelling at the right time, you know. So uh, let's let's see what they let's see what they're able to do, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good one.
1: Yeah, man, I, and I love Joker. Jo- Joker aside, any from nobody, not on the Lakers. Joker is probably you know one mile of my all time favorite players right now i he's one of my favorite players right now i love watching him play for a basketball fan man. this guy god man he's he's been a maestro and the only thing with the nuggets is that they, they haven't really been tested uh this this playoffs because they usually beaten every team they've lost here and there but they they've commanded every series for the most part man so it's going to be fun to watch i'm actually excited to watch to see how ad and joker go at it the big honey so we'll see man we'll see how it goes um i'm excited i hope we take them out I hope it'd be great. It'd be crazy. If we take them out, go to the NBA finals, oh, I'm going to be, it's going to be intense. And so we'll see, man. We'll see how it goes.
0: Yeah. And, uh, for those of you that don't know, Joker is a uh, Jokic. He actually won back to back MVPs last year and the year before, and really just a very, very unique player in the way he plays the style. If you've ever heard the term like point center, like that's him. Uh, you know, the offense all runs through him. If you're a basketball person, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and he he's just uh, something you got to experience the way he plays. And on the other side, you know, you have somebody like AD we can, who, you know, has been on something this year uh, when he's on the court. I know Marcus and the guys joke about, like, he has one good game, one bad game, one good game, one bad game. But when that guy shows up, he shows up. And, you know, who better to have on his team than LeBron James? You know, one of the, without a doubt, all-time greatest players, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the sport. So, uh, it's been real good. Uh, on the other side of the, on the other side of the uh, NBA world, we have the Miami Heat, who are going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Right? They defeated the Knicks, mm-hmm. and they're waiting on their opponent, which is honestly, it could really to. go. It, it could yeah. go either way. Yeah. We have this year's MVP and the runner-up MVP from the last two years, Joel Embiid, going up against uh, the Boston Celtics. I think were the Celtics the number one seed this year?
1: They were. No, nope. were they? Or
0: were they or was it the no, Bucks. Bucks? The Bucks. It ended up being the Bucks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're. Yeah, because they were talking about that whole. I don't know. I don't want to go into it because it ties back to the Mavericks. Never yeah, mind. So anyway, <laughs> the Baron. Don't say it. Dirk don't Liss. say it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, honestly, it could go either way, and there's been games that you know have been a little out of hand, and there's been comebacks and stuff like that. So. Uh, that'll be tomorrow at 2.30, and then that'll shape up the Eastern Conference Finals with, again, the Heat going up against either the 76ers or the Boston Celtics. But uh, it, it's been a good playoffs. I haven't kept up with them as much as I should, but I think now that we're like in the finals, the you know the Eastern Conference Finals, the Western Conference Finals, I'll probably be watching every single game.
1: Yeah, and this game you should watch, man. Remember what's the, the greatest words in sports, Game 7?
0: Yes and we're out right right and here we here we love game sevens we don't want blowouts like marcus
1: oh and i when the Lakers are playing i want blowouts i want to beat a team by 20 because i don't want to be over here stressing out and whatever and so forth. i want to see blowouts. but with this game right here man game seven i'm i hope it's a good game uh (laughs) the heat going up against anybody because jimmy butler has been he's been mesmerizing to watch because just the tenacity and the grit of that heat culture and I always tie it back to that, that's heat culture that's jimmy butler's heat culture you have to be a certain way to fit into that system because those guys are tough and you know like where other teams give hundred percent and you know they're going to be tired <sighs> Jimmy Butler and some of those guys, some of them, Jimmy Butler for sure. When he's tired, he go he takes it up another notch, 210 percent and that it's it's crazy when you see that, man, cuz you're like what the hell is going on? It's it's he's played 40 some minutes and he's still going hard on both sides of the ball, so
0: Yeah, so I mean, if you're a basketball fan, if you're a sports fan or maybe you're just checking it out for the first time, like now's a great time to get into it and uh, check it out. Uh, in terms of the other TV and movie stuff that I came across this week, uh, Hulu and Disney are going to be making a combined app. I actually, this is interesting to me because I heard that Disney lost a lot of uh, subscribers, a million Right, I, I saw it going around that they had lost a lot of subscribers uh, this past uh, little, uh, I guess, quarter. This last quarter here. So, um, I, I wonder. I wonder if that that uh, is a part of this, or if that's leading to this or or what that has to do with this uh i do have hulu i do have disney as well so maybe it'll be better that i just get to have both in one app
1: well yeah i think they did say it was just one app right because i think they're still going to have each of them separate within the app you won't be like i have disney plus but don't have hulu I, i bought ricos um i wouldn't be able to swap in other words, if I since I only pay for Disney Plus, I won't be able to see what's on Hulu, and vice versa. If you don't have Disney Plus but have Hulu, you won't be able to see the other thing, right? Isn't that what I saw?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so that was that was a little weird. I was like, oh, I thought it was going to be combined, and I'll be able to pay one subscription for both of them. <laughs> nope. Oh, so that's not how it's going to be. No, I thought I thought it was going to be, but I read somewhere was it wasn't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we can confirm a little later, but I'm pretty sure that's. I saw it and I was like, oh whatever I was like if it's they're gonna merge apps but not subscriptions then whatever
0: yeah that's that's kind of weird but yeah. I, I I guess we'll we'll follow up to see what they say um what else do I have here uh, Game of Thrones Hedge Knight is going to be on hold one of the you know I know there's a huge Game of Thrones uh fandom out there and uh, Hedge Knight has been particularly exciting because of the whole um. You know, what's his name? It's not Arthur Dane. It's the other one. Sir Duncan the Tall is the Hedge Knight. And I believe his apprentice is Aegon Aegon Targaryen. So, you know, that kind of hoping it leads to, like, Aegon's conquest and stuff like that is uh, the big hope I think that a lot of people have. But it is going on hold with the Rider Strike. So we're going to have to kind of be on hold there for a while and see what comes. Hopefully the Rider Strike, they get what they want. They're... uh, What's the right word? They're treated fairly. They get what they... They're compensated uh, in a fair way for the, all the work they put in for, you know, all the stuff we're able to enjoy. Uh, Walking Dead, Dead City, is announced to be coming in June. I think I saw June. June 18th. To AMC. So, for those people that are Walking Dead fans, um, we're getting a new series. Uh, there's, like, a little poster out that has, like, the Statue of Liberty with, like, a zombie face on it. And it has... Uh, Negan and uh, I can't Maggie, Negan and Maggie, which are kind of like the worst of enemies. And it says, like, just keep your enemies close. Uh, so for those walking dead people, uh, it continues. Uh, last little thing I have, uh, that Marcus shared was uh, Beetlejuice 2. We got a date, right? And then big news that they're bringing in uh, Chen Ortega and Winona Ryder,
1: yeah. Um, are you familiar with Beetlejuice? I'm sure yes. you've seen the OG, right? Oh yeah, the, oh the yeah, cartoon? love it, love it. <laughs> yeah, I and mean, no, I, I know that I've never seen the
0: cartoon. I don't think I've seen the cartoon, but the movie. I, I've love seen it. the
1: cartoon. I when I was little, and I still remember the skeleton. I don't remember their names, but the skeleton and all the other side characters and. Uh, Beetlejuice in the cartoon is more of an anti-hero It is Tim Burton produced and stuff like that So I remember it being a lot of fun But we are getting Beetlejuice too, And Michael Keaton coming back And we have uh, Wynonna Ryder coming back And Lydia Dietz and Jenna Ortega is Supposed to be her uh, play her daughter So that's also real cool And obviously it's more. It's going to be a sequel To everything that we know about Beetlejuice Because Lydia Dietz and all the other stuff Is young, in this case she's Now we have her daughter which is Jenna, Jenna Ortega Which honestly to me it seems to, to me that she's going that the winona rider the helena Bowen carter route uh, i was about Janice, to say the same thing tim burton that you know because she, there's known. she's
0: the new she's the new like tim burton sweetheart kind of yeah yeah and and, and i've always
1: more the gothic stuff right more into yeah. that dark that dark those dark realms of characters and stuff like that so she seems to be i have found her calling which again it's it's not it's not something that's new but. We've just never seen the next generation of these of these of these actors and stuff like that. I know there's always a big, big time, you know, just um what's that word? Uh where, where people want to see it, right? Oh man, what word am I thinking of? It's just not coming to me. But anyways, hmm. uh General Thagash is gonna be that next big person in that realm of Tim Burton-esque type movie um, film film and movie so that was awesome to see that's great to see it's supposed to hit theaters in 2024 or are not really sure you know um what month yet but the fact that we are getting it next year is
0: awesome I, I think i see here september 6th
1: september 6th I, yeah that's what i see oh yeah here. yeah so yeah september 6th 2024 there you go so get ready you know strap in it's, it should be a lot of fun i know william defoe william defoe i'm sorry uh, also did get casted as a undead police officer somewhere down the line so that's also going to be hey people saw that i said hell yes so again he's amazing also so it's just a pretty big cast that's coming together and it's going to be good it's going to be awesome
0: yeah, so I mean, I, it's funny. I thought the exact same thing when I saw the the. You know, I was excited about the Winona Ryder thing. I was excited about the Michael Keane thing. And when I saw Jen Ortega, I'm like, dude, like perfect. Like she she's slipping right into those uh, that Helena, that Winona, like those those roles. Yeah, um,
1: but obviously Wednesday, Wednesday, we know helped a lot because it was again very dark, gothic type thing that we kind of saw. So we're set, man.
0: Gonna yeah. Be good and she she seems to have that very like dry even like in her interviews and stuff i don't know if she it seems like it's her personality across all the interviews that we have but she has that very like short serious like it's perfect for like for like what was wednesday and then maybe even here like that whole gothic uh thing i think yeah so let's see maybe she'll be the next uh the next pirate queen <laughs> if, we, if we if we never get our boy Johnny back.
1: Get, yeah, she'll be she'll be the, the head of well be we, Margo Margot Robbie is still attached as the Oh uh, that's right an all-female reboot man, but if you have Jen Ortega who's gonna be a pirate man, why not?
0: <laughs> why not? Yeah. Uh anything else you wanna bring up? Uh oh, you know what? I do have something else. I did catch up with The Mandalorian. I did uh watch The Mandalorian and it was great. I know it started off a little slow. A lot of people had like some complaints about this season uh, and where it was going and the direction stuff. And it did start off a little slow. It's maybe not as crazy as the last uh, two seasons, but it ended up being really good. Um, and it, it leaves you with like some questions about where we're going to end up here going forward. With the Mandalorian, I know there has been the uh, rumors about that we might get one of the movies uh, that they're working on in the Star Wars verse. Like it's going That's to be sweet. a Mandalorian film. Yeah. So we'll we'll have to just wait and see a little bit more about that. But it, it was good. It was solid. Uh, Mandalorian has has been solid and continues to be solid. You just have to uh, you know give it uh, a little bit of time for, to get like to that mid part of the of the season where it picks up. Mm-hmm. Uh what else Ted Lasso has been phenomenal as well this last this last episode was another just banger just amazing Uh what else did I watch in TV I watched a a series on Netflix called The uh, Chimp Empire which I shouted out actually in the group chat because I know some of the people in the group in our friends group chat like is into nature and all that kind of stuff uh so it is uh, about a group of chimps that has like their own little like social system and it shows you like how they play politics and how they socialize with each other and who's the alpha and who's trying to overthrow the alpha and how they show their respect to each other and how they show a lack of respect to each other and how they have their territory and the neighboring group has their territory and they encroach on each other and it's just this crazy thing about how like dude these they're like they're people they're essentially people it's crazy uh but it was, a, it was a real good watch. I think it's only four episodes. So it, it's it's not a huge investment. But if you're into nature, you know, it's a beautiful looking show. It's in, you know, Dolby, uh, HDR, whatever it is that you have, 4K. Uh, so that's something cool to watch if if you're a uh, nature lover like myself. Uh, mm-hmm. any, anything else that you've seen out there, Marcus? No. Uh, again, the only thing i am seen is... Uh...
1: One piece. Well, I am watching Succession, but I am a couple of episodes behind on that, and it's it's different because of whatever happened. But yeah, if you okay. know, you know. But yeah, it's it's almost done. It is the last I, season.
0: I, I, I was gonna say, how close is that to ending? In about two weeks. In two weeks, okay. So I, okay. I I've been saying that I'm gonna watch it. Like I'm gonna watch it again. I'm going to start it again and watch it through until, like, I can get to the end, so that I can end it, like, perfectly. Yeah. So I, I, I need to get on that then. I,
1: I want to say uh, the eighth episode is going to come out the 14th, so 21, episode 9, 10, episode 10, 28th, yes. May 28th should be the last date, should be the last date for because there's 10 episodes in the season. And that should wrap up our story.
0: Okay. I have been seeing, uh, I have been hearing some things about a new Tom Hanks movie on Netflix, too. Uh, which, I mean, any, anytime you see Tom Hanks, I'm always like, okay, I got to at least give this some attention and see what it what it's about, what it looks like. Uh, I haven't checked it out yet, but I probably will be checking it out here in the next couple of days. Uh, to kind of wrap everything up, you know, we've been doing a Hero of the Week, and what better for the heroes or heroines of the week than the mothers out there. Marcus talked about it at the beginning of the show, Mother's Day's tomorrow. We're recording this on Saturday. So, uh, you know, to all the moms out there that, you know, raise us, do everything for us, uh, you know, we call when we're in a bind and just uh, get us out of tough situations and just, you know, continue to be our moms. Uh, We love you and uh, thanks for all you do.
1: Yep, likewise. Love you, mom. Again, for all the moms out there, Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, nothing those mothers out there do goes unnoticed. Just, you know, a little heads up for everybody. Uh, But with that said, just to wrap up our show, actually. uh, If you have not checked out our last week's weekly recap, again, just so you notice, we've been more focused on the big stuff that we're going to enjoy, that we want to talk about a lot more. Uh, Just again, to have that dialogue, to converse a lot more, it also helps to reduce the overall... Uh, minutes of our episodes <laughs> so that helps too because we don't want you we just try to... <laughs> yeah we try anyway so i think I think we've done pretty good under an hour uh but again just gonna keep going gonna try that out just to see where we're at um last week's weekly recap make sure you check that out the rider strike which was a huge stuff which we're still suffering repercussions for but uh, we talked about the zerk and then a huge assist for our hero of the week uh believe it required put on there because we did get a some stuff going on last week. So check that out. Otherwise, thank you guys for listening. Happy mother uh, mother's day again to all our mothers. You guys have a good one.